Welcome to our podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss the latest thought-provoking ideas and concepts, which we stumbled upon on our self-improvement journey. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Elias. I'm Yasin, and let's dive right into this week's topic, which is cancel culture. Ooh, scary shit, especially on Spotify. Oh, um, yeah, man. Let's see whether <laughs> we will be taken down soon. <laughs> we'll see. Yep. Oh, man. That's yeah, that's, that reminds me of um, that is probably the reason for spontaneous um, how, how is it called um, spontaneous self-combustion online if you know <laughs> <laughs> we are basically right. setting ourselves on fire here yeah definitely <laughs> oh man amazing cancel culture I mean yes. I mean, luckily, we're not earning anything with the podcast, so <laughs> we can't lose that much. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think yeah. when uh, when people hear cancel culture these days, they especially think about people like Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan has been in the media quite a lot the last few weeks, which, you know, for, for a few uh, scandals he had and words he used or didn't use and guests he invited and topics he talked about and whatnot. Um, I think also people like J.K. Rowling, you know, the woman who wrote the Harry Potter series and all of that. Um, I think a few years back, there was also like a big scandal. And I think it still, it still kind of goes on to this day. I don't know if you heard about the thing with J.K. Rowling. Now, I think the actual reason, I think it was one tweet in, uh, specifically that kind of started this whole thing. I think she reacted to an article by some major newspaper um, and that article didn't use the word women. It only said people who menstruate as to not um, discriminate against men who menstruate, which just biologically isn't possible, but okay, sure. And she was kind of mocking this article and said, um, well, women who menstruate, better known as uh, people who menstruate, better known as women. And that was kind of the whole tweet. And then, you know, Twitter went wild and everyone was calling her transphobic and sexist and all of that. And yep. I think even some actors who played in the Harry Potter series started to be like, yeah, Harry Potter isn't written by J.K. Rowling because J.K. Rowling wouldn't say such a thing and it doesn't represent the Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know, just stuff like that. Okay. And you know better, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. crazy, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep, and that's what you call cancel culture kind of like how would you say um a sort of culture of censorship or of um defamation of of throwing somebody out of your um circle of people you want to deal with because of some opinion you might they might not share with you or of some some fake political political correctness or something like that, yeah. Mm. Uh, probably that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And also I think just people feeling like they're in some way morally superior when they call out people yes. who just say basic Fake truth. morality. Yeah. Yeah, kind of kind of like that. Mm. I don't know. Do you do, do you find personally that <laughs> the uh, sentence people who menstruate better known as women is such a transphobic thing to say 
just from your personal subjective perspective? You know, man, everything people write on the internet is exactly meant the way they say it, you know? Um, and therefore, <laughs> J.K. Rowling obviously hates hates uh, every transgender person out there and um, uh, only prefers women, <laughs> right? So, obviously, I must hate her. And yeah. no, what the fuck is wrong with... What, what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> yeah. And even if um jk Rowling like was a bit transphobic or whatever then <laughs> no need to want for wanting to kill her okay <laughs> right the, f the funny people can have opinions that, <laughs> that differ from yours <laughs> well but the funny thing is that she i mean the tweet doesn't even refer to transphobic uh to trans people yeah like, at all it just says that people who menstruate only women can menstruate that's just mm. a biological fact <laughs> i don't know do people cancel biology teachers when they say that there are biological differences between men and women and that only women can give birth and not men like what's so controversial about i i, I just i assume so it. i assume there are some helicopter parents that <laughs> oh, will go over sexual education material here in germany and then like <laughs> sue the bio biology teacher about yeah, it. for sure. Mm. Well, not only in Germany. I mean, I, I feel like it's a global thing, especially in the Western world. I feel like in the Western world, with all that cancel culture stuff, we just love to create problems that aren't there. Oh, man, he called this man a man and this woman a woman. It's terrible. How could he? And also this thing of, I don't know if, if you um, read about it. I think in Canada, I don't know if that law went through, but I think a few years ago, um, a law was in discussion which would force kindergartners to not refer to girls as girls and to boys as boys. They were only allowed to call them children as to <laughs> not child. give them a gender. <laughs> right. As to not... Hey, like, child, are you force, winning? <laughs> <laughs> right. As to not force them to be a certain gender. Like if there's mm. a boy, they weren't allowed to say you're a boy or whatever. They only were allowed to use gender neutral pronouns and words around the kids so that mm -hmm. the kids can then choose what they want to be and i'm like dude seriously you want kids to choose their gender i like why why don't we let five-year-olds vote why don't we put five-year-olds in parliaments if they're allowed to change the gender like what the fuck man <laughs> what's going on it's just insane yeah seems <laughs> okay yeah seems seems a bit Seems a bit like a weird law, um, trying to forcibly change change culture. I I have more of a problem with the uh, kind of cancelling of parents that also buy their boys uh, that their um, their male children, <laughs> right? Um, also, some pink clothes or whatever, and then are like demonized for it. Like, oh, what the fuck are you doing there? Um, or if their child wants wants to have also a Barbie or whatever, and then they are criticized for giving them one. That that's what I have more of a problem with. Um, but it's reasonable to raise a child, I guess, that is biologically male or female. And I mean, there are exceptions like. 
which I don't want to get into right now, um, <laughs> <laughs> because that complicates stuff still a lot more. Um, it's reasonable to first try to raise them that way, and when they come to a reasonable age and say like, "Hey, no, Dad, that's not the way how it is for me." So, okay, no. go with it. Yeah. Although I gotta say that um, I've seen people like I think Ben Shapiro. It was like reacting to um, quote unquote woke TikTok parents. Mm. Um, so basically, parents who are like very far on, let's say, the left spectrum and really, you know, yep. support all that transgender stuff and cancel culture and all of that. And there was a parent who was like, Yeah, I live in a progressive household and therefore my cats and my dogs um, are all vegetarian and vegan. <laughs> and my Wait, uh, for I think that was a problem for cats. For dogs it's okay, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> sure. But on they yeah. said, Yeah, and my I don't know, I think it was three year old um kid, because she didn't even say son. Uh here, three year old kid, um now wants to be a girl and we we decided to consult a doctor to make the transition at oh, three what? years old okay and i'm like okay uh, wait wait a second wait a second so first of all if <laughs> girl uh, wait dogs and cats don't just suddenly become vegan or vegetarian if you leave dogs and cats <laughs> in their natural habitat they are definitely not vegan and vegetarian like first of yeah. all it might, it's clear who makes the decisions <laughs> second of all related to children again three-year-olds or even 10-year-olds or 15-year-olds they don't think about that stuff a three-year-old doesn't think about gender and social constructs or whatever and doesn't think, you know what? I feel I'm born in the wrong body. I should be a girl. That's not something three or five or seven years think about. So it's very clear who makes the decision. And it's very clear who kind of indoctrinates the children with this kind of... Honestly, it's more of a political ideology at this point than anything else. Mm. And I think that's very, very dangerous. And they actually... She actually talked about how she went to the doctor to consult <laughs> oh, no. him um, to make the transition. And the doctor was... Like, you know, um, I've never had a parent come to me and ask me to transition that child from a boy to a girl because apparently the child wants to do that. Um, and he told her that she should rather go look up another doctor because he just wasn't willing to do it, <laughs> understandably. Hmm. And yeah, and obviously there were also a ton of other parents who kind of reacted to that and were like, that's just honestly borderline child abuse at this point yeah. and you know the thing with the whole transgender lgbtq stuff i'm for me it's like i really don't care <laughs> like i have friends who are lgbtq i really don't care they're great people but that just goes way too far to force children yeah. or to force force even people to not even refer to each other as man or woman or girl or boy or whatever and to demonize them for it, and to call women people who menstruate as to not discriminate against men who menstruate, which just biologically isn't possible <laughs> and was never possible <laughs> and won't ever be possible unless we find some way to change every single chromosome in the body. Um, it's just, oh man, it's just insanity. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
It is. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get cancelled. I'm already preparing for the shitstorm. Uh, okay, so we don't have that many followers. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and the episode will be released a month in the future. So <laughs> you still have, we, we have some time right we get, now. We get, yeah. Exactly, we have some time to prepare to, hide. to, prepare to um, <laughs> how do you say, move to another country. And <laughs> oh man, no, it seems like total, total mayhem to me. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, another thing I remember is a a uh, mother who was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm." Her, she was talking about her son who also was like three year old something, um, so couldn't really read, and she was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm raising a feminist," and she bought him like feminist books for children who were mm. like masculinity is bad you should always respect yeah. women you should always listen to women you should i don't know just because you're white you're a bad person you should apologize to the other races and i'm like what the fuck is going on man mm. like <laughs> it's it's so funny to me how people <laughs> are like like especially on that the reminds left, me like, of a that's reminds me of a very very good children's book that i will get my children um which is called quantum physics for children <laughs> for babies or something <laughs> i mean that that, that would you have to be funny you have that. to raise them in the right direction early <laughs> make sure yeah. they become nobel prize winners early yeah. on. set them up for actually success. i think i already told that story in the podcast once but um Actually, some very crazy dude, I don't know what country from, like 100 years ago, he, or was it even, or 50 years ago, he did an experiment um, <laughs> where he found himself a wife um, with which he planned to raise their children only being subject to chess. Right. Yeah. The craziest experiment ever, I guess. And everything in that household, well, the, those children were growing up, I think it was three of them, was centered around the idea of playing chess and being good at chess and chess books and <laughs> um, yeah. all of that, chess clubs, blah, blah, blah. And I think all of them went on to become chess grandmasters <laughs> and won even like uh, the, the world champion. <laughs> for several years and it's crazy what you can do <laughs> if you do immoral experiments i guess but <laughs> what the fuck so what i want to say is i guess you can do many things wrong if you <laughs> use it in the wrong way like bringing your children Absolutely. Up. yeah yeah man it was just i i don't know i, I just love the hypocrisy of some people Obviously, I don't want to generalize because I know a lot of people who are, let's say, very liberal or leftist politically, but, you mm. know, with whom you can really discuss topics and it's it's really beneficial, you know. But some people uh, on both sides, let's say, you just can't have any reasonable discussion with them. And now I'm talking about them specifically, but I just mm. love the hypocrisy of yeah, we want to be tolerant and we hate racism and we hate transphobic people and all of that. 
Um, and I found it funny how in the left, I, I, I'm talking about, especially in America, I think it's it's extremely um, present that people talk about president. not... <laughs> this, this, it's, it's extremely <laughs> present. <laughs> Oh man! Depends no, but on it's the very. And when you listen to that episode, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> sure, but it's very it's very funny to me how people talk about not wanting to be racist and all of that, and then mm. all they talk about is race, and all they yeah. talk about is how you should feel guilty because you're white, and how you should pay reparations to black people because of something your great 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 father great grandfathers did. You know, it's just like. If race, if you really don't care about race and if you don't want to be racist and stop making everything about race mm, and yep. stop just talking about that, because yes. I feel like the only reasonable position in the whole race discussion is that there is one race, which is the human race and period. There's no discussion further beyond that. It's like, ah, no, because you're white, you're this and that. Because you're black, you must feel oppressed. And because you're Hispanic, you must feel oppressed. And therefore, it's okay to be racist against wh white people. But that's not racism because white people are the real race. It just doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like fight, is, fighting racism with racism. There is another reasonable position, though. That one of the evolutionary biologists who really talks about race, different human races that made each other go extinct. <laughs> but again, yeah, I didn't, Neanderthals I didn't get that. and no, no, no. Like ah, right. actually, back in the days, there were several actual different human races that evolved, and I think we who survived like made everyone else go extinct <laughs> because we're assholes. <laughs> right, we are all racist. So none of us are racist. Yeah, like our, our ancestors, half a million years ago, assholes. We have to re, re, uh, pay pay reparations now. To yeah, the Neanderthals. <laughs> right. You have to go to the museums and like no, no. like throw money at them. Hmm. No man, it's just insanity. But again, one thing I still wanted to say to the bringing your children up, I think the best way to go about it is to view yourself not trying to to create any stereotypes or whatever your children have to fulfill and try to raise them, I guess, in a way that makes them happy and don't force any... I mean... Yeah, they don't try to force anything on them, and subconsciously you will always be doing that, but uh, because of things that have been passed down in your family for generations, like thought patterns and blah, 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 um, the best thing you can do is try to be aware of them yourself and reflect about those, and yeah, I guess just reflect and think and become aware of that stuff, like what are thought patterns that you were raised with and now are carrying on to your children and ask yourself whether they are <laughs> promotional or not and that's the best way you can do and don't try to force your children into any categories um i guess no and for me that also involves like i guess raising a girl and a boy the same way basically you think so In the same of not trying to artificial in the way of not trying to artificially 
create differences um, between the both that are not there biologically already, I guess. Right. Like you treat, so you should treat them the same way, and you should not, you should not be like, oh no, I don't allow my 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 um, I don't know eight year old girl now to go to that uh, baseball game because that's only what I do with my son, <laughs> and also the <laughs> right. other way around, not uh, yeah. I don't allow my. Um, my my son to have a Barbie now because he thought uh, his sister's Barbie was cool and also wanted to have one. Like no, <laughs> just try to raise them in a way that makes them happy. I guess. And do you agree? I agree with what what you said before, except for the last phrase, to raise them to make them happy. I think that's like just from a second. Yeah, you should not. Point. Obviously, you. <laughs> You should not be like uh, 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 trying to raise like how, how do you say that um, egoistic little freaks that only care about themselves, right? Right. <laughs> right. No, but I get your point. Yeah, I I agree. But that's that's also like an aspect that people people fight over like crazy in this whole cancel culture thing, which is, as you said, you shouldn't force anything on on children and you shouldn't especially you shouldn't force any of your political views on them um (laughs) because for one they just don't understand (laughs) what the hell that means and what the hell they're they're supposed to do with that and as you said you as a parent you have the responsibility responsibility to raise them right with the right principles and to set them up for success in a way but not in that you force them to play chess um from the very first day they're born <laughs> but rather to just give them the right principles and the mind right mindset to you know succeed in life and do whatever they want to do and whatever makes them happy mm. um but what i often see is and that's like on both sides of the political spectrum is that on the left people criticize other people who kind of fit into or fit their children into certain stereotypes. The boys play ball, the girls play with Barbies and all of that. And the people on the right, let's say, criticize that people on the left like indoctrinate their children with all sorts of leftist view and political indoctrination, basically. Mm-hmm. But what I find interesting is... I guess you know the whole discussion. I think it's also been in Germany that there are two, there aren't enough females in like the mint subjects or the STEM yeah. subjects, I guess it's in English. And that we should, you know, promote that more for uh, women and girls so that it becomes more attractive for them, which I agree. I think it's a great thing. And I think m- much of it is a result of certain stereotypes that live in the culture. However, an interesting thing that happened a few years ago. Um, I don't know how for how many years the study was done. I think it was like 15 years or something. In some Scandinavian countries, they tried to remove all sorts of... And I don't know how they did that exactly. I have no idea. But they tried to remove um, kind of those stereotypes from the culture and remove um, all language that could put girls or boys in a certain category um, mm-hmm. and force certain interests on them. And the result, and what they hoped to achieve was that girls would finally choose more STEM subjects, boys would maybe choose more uh, subjects in the educational realm or dance or music or whatever. The interesting thing that happened, however, 
was that the differences between girls and boys actually got more extreme when the children were allowed to just choose by themselves. Mm-hmm. And there were actually starting to be less women who chose STEM subjects and more boys who chose them and less boys who chose, I don't know, education and maybe even psychology and that sort of thing, um, but chose more STEM. I don't know. It was just a very shocking realization for the Scandinavian countries, especially I think it was quite a big study. I don't, I think it was really, really expensive. And again, mm. they hope to prove that if you remove all stereotypes from the I mean, culture, that girls and I boys mean, are that's a failed experiment in itself because you can't just oh hit, switch a button and remove every stereotype from the culture. All you can yeah, do I is know. like remove stereotypes from every state-related thing or try to do that, which also does not work. Um, sub uh, on all the subversive stuff that is implied in every single sentence. So. I am not sure about that study and I'd have to read through it and see its results. Too. Yeah, I have to. I, um, I heard it somewhere in a discussion and interview. That's why um, yeah. I brought it up. But apparently it was like quite a big and expensive study. And I think it was yeah. about 10 years or 15 years or something. Something like that. But I actually, now, apart from from the discussion, whether or not that study was, was reasonable, I actually think that would be the result if we found some magical way to remove all stereotypes. Because I do really believe in the biological differences. And I don't mean that one gender is superior to the other. I mean, there are just differences. And of course, there are exceptions. Mm-hmm. There, uh, there are boys more interested in, let's say, stereotypically girly stuff. There are girls more interested in stereotypically boy stuff and all of that. But... As a general rule of thumb, I think there are vast differences and those differences are good. And it doesn't mean that one gender is better than the other and it doesn't mean that one is superior to the other. And I think that's what should be removed. This whole idea that, oh, it's it's wrong to say that there are biological differences between genders and between people and between cultures because we're all the same. No, we're not all the same. And I think that's... Now, it's cheesy as that sounds, but I think it's a beautiful thing that not everyone and not everything is the same, you know? Just imagine everyone would live in the exact same circumstances, in the exact same houses, dressed the same, growing up the (laughs) same, you know? That that would just be... 1984. Right, communism. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and people kind of take that as an attacking point. And every time you say, well, there are just differences between men and women. Um, I mean, also discussion with the gender pay gap and all of that. I mean, I don't want to get into that because that's a whole, mm, <laughs> a whole other topic. Yes, yes another But <laughs> um, again, from a psychological standpoint, I think even a professor this semester mentioned that um, there have also been done some studies. There are, in, in psychology, there is a personality measure called the Big Five which measures your personality based on big five factors. One of oh which gosh, is... But we already debunked that stuff like in another episode, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's it's not the MBTI. It's another, it's the, but a, all personality it's the official... tests are like kind of a bit failing, right? I mean, sure. But the, that's like the, the standard as of now in psychology, the big five. Mm. Like that's actually used in a professional sense. And there is one trait called... Um, I think what was assertiveness, 
or no agreeableness right agreeableness mm -hmm. and people who are more agreeable obviously are you know are more prone to be maybe internalized don't really speak up are kind of shy and kind of just go along with what the group says and people who are low on agreeableness are maybe even sometimes pushovers and are a bit too aggressive and too competitive and all that stuff and just as a general rule and again that's not that's just science <laughs> women tend to be more agreeable men tend to be less agreeable and that's why many times your people say yeah men are just more aggressive yeah not exactly they're they're less agreeable they're more mm -hmm. likely to confront people and in the workspace in the western culture especially in at like big companies and firms usually being less agreeable and more aggressive in a in a sense is a better quality to have than being someone who people can push around when you're more agreeable and obviously there yep. are people there are men who are very agreeable and women who are very disagreeable and usually the women who are very disagreeable tend to be in positions of power be ceos of companies um, the same way as men who are very agreeable are not the CEOs of companies because they just can't handle it from a psychological perspective. And people don't respect someone who just goes along with whatever the crowd says and doesn't stand up for himself and for his company. So that's, for example, an aspect where always people say, ah, there, are too, there aren't enough women in position, positions of power. It's like, yeah, that's true. But part of it, obviously, not all of it, it's like a multivariant equation and there are a lot of different factors but one important aspect is definitely just differences in the psychological structure of the different genders mm -hmm. and again that's not something bad i you know maybe men have let's say statistically a little more success in the workspace because they may be less agreeable however women have a lot more success in Things like education, again, or raising children. I would <laughs> much rather have someone who's more agreeable raising children than an aggressive CEO raising children. You know, it's just differences. And we need all kinds of people Wouldn't to you function want to in society. children to be less agreeable and aggressive to become successful in CEO? <laughs> sure. <laughs> nah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a whole discussion. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. again, the point I'm making also with race and all that, all that other stuff is that people are so focused on finding the differences and making them out to be something bad and something you should be ashamed of or something that shouldn't be talked about and be like yeah girls and boys are the same women and men are the same every race every culture on earth is the same well it's not and that's the beauty of it and that's what mm. should be celebrated and not you know you shouldn't be cancelled for saying that because that's just in my opinion is what not even my opinion it's just objectively true <laughs> there are differences and those differences are good and mm -hmm. society wouldn't function if everyone was just exactly the same if nobody wanted to be a doctor and everyone just wanted to be i don't know a physicist um, and the world would be perfect exactly <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yes no i'm um, sure but we need all kinds I, of i wonder man i wonder have you have you learned that. about those differences in your psychology study yet uh, in what sense? Do you really mean between still? men and women? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Psych like psychological differences or between people. Uh, I mean, some professors talked about it, and I gotta be honest, okay. I um, only visited the lectures that are relevant for my exams, so maybe I missed <laughs> quite a lot of it. Eighty <laughs> twenty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, but I'm sure we're gonna talk about that. And some professors, as, as I said, mentioned that, especially when in statistics lectures, 
they were like, yeah, statistically, women are more agreeable, men are less agreeable, and that's part of the reason why. And obviously, after that, in the group chats, people were like going crazy, especially like the very, oh, yeah. very liberal ties. Well, how can you say something like that? And they were, they were, they were, they were trying to were cancel like, the professor, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were like, they were like, yeah, we should yeah. talk to the like to the university board because that's just not acceptable. And dude, what the fuck are you talking oh, about? Shit, yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, seriously, he was he was just stating the facts like statistically mm. that's just what happens it doesn't mean that everyone yeah. is like that i think the problem is that you mentioned like a multivariable equation mm, i like those <laughs> 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 no that's all i wanted to say now over to no um right. i think the part of that equation we should focus on is not like as you said the psychological and biological differences because they are there um i believe now that you did your homework and found out the right studies and compared that um because i have not read that many studies about that subject in specific but i believe you now um the problem then is rather i guess the structural um inequality of of our society because if that creates additional let's say statistical um shifts and whatever that allows women that are interested in sciences or um men that are interested in getting into the educational sector uh, which you brought as an example if if the structure of society makes it less likely that people who are actually interested in those subjects um to obtain a position in that subject, then I think that's a problem. Okay. Like, mm. people who are actually, like, psychologically prone to w wanting to do that, um, not forced on by the outside, to which extent ever that is possible, but the structure of society is um, built up in a way that doesn't allow them to do so. Because, for example, back in the days, um, university was only allowed for men as a very harsh example, as a very explicit, like, legal uh, fact they were not allowed. And obviously, that's sh shitty. <laughs> and I think you would agree there. And there are, I guess, also more, how would you say, like, hidden, hidden structural problems in the way of trying to force um, your children, as we discussed, into... into um, yeah, how do you say, like, specific roles that you expect of them. Right. Yeah, and I think those mm. those should be, those should actually be, like, tackled. Okay. Mm, when you say structure, you also mean societal, I guess. To an extent, yes. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that comes to mind as an example of let's say structural oppression of one gender okay no i should have done my homework again right <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. no it's, it's um, not to call you out by the way it's just yeah yeah no, yeah, no worries structural oppression of one gender um trying 
I mean, basically, males that are working or, or men that are working in the, um, how, how do you say, like medical sector as nurses or, or something like that. Right. being being shitstorm like oh what the fuck is wrong with you dude <laughs> <laughs> like those are obviously also very extremes still um or like not that much extremes anymore i'd say that's middle ground of, of what's bad um and that shit i i i can't agree with that because if a person chooses to live the way they want to live and if that's it then how can you how can you say something against that like if if they are not doing any harm to society or right. you know if if you are making it more difficult for that person to live the way they want to live because you are trying to um throw them out of your group um Basically, in some ways, also cancel culture might be a problem here. <laughs> um, trying to throw them out of your group, censor them, blah, 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 because they choose a certain way they live. And to be specific, also that way should not be like uh, harmful to society because we don't want <laughs> uh, any uh, far right radical people who want, uh, living the way they want to live. <laughs> right. That's, um, yeah, as a little disclaimer. I don't know whether you get that yeah i think <laughs> i mean i agree that to this day and I, I don't think we will ever get rid of that that there's yeah some... but we should try to i mean yes but my problem with that argument is that you talked about like structural let's say oppression in a way or discrimi discrimination i i don't really see it as structural i feel it's when you say structural or societal, I feel like, okay, there's something in the laws, there's something in the way we are organized in society that prevents people from doing what they want to do. I think mm. what you talked about is more of a, there are some people who are not okay with a man being a nurse or a woman being the CEO of a company or whatever. But yeah. that's just select people who disagree with your life whatever i don't think it's structural for me structural would be really that the government um says something about it or there's there's a law that prevents you from doing what you want to do or, or a law that but the stru you structure in, in society here doesn't mean um only the government because you're also gonna have other structures for example if you write a book um that might have some let's say critical statements for uh um certain group of of our society let's say a minority group <laughs> in that opinion um and they um they write the the, the oh, what's the word for english like the people who pub the publisher right they write the publisher of that book oh no that's not okay uh, we want to cancel that person and <laughs> <laughs> take it out of the store and they actually do it then that's also a problem uh, a structural problem i guess because people rather um seek to uh, avoid open public discussion about that book before they decide to take it out of the store um they avoid that and actually like just take it out because they want to don't want a shit store and there we have a structural problem in society because society should actually be first of all open for that discussional part um 
and trying to trying to evaluate like <laughs> uh, means of let's say in this case dem democratic means um is it is it far right wing is it trying is it racist is it blah 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 uh, what that author wrote if not then it's okay to have that book in the store um and the thing we should do there is to okay actually educate people about cancer culture for example and what is it what is okay to say and blah 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 that's that's what i call a structural problem if society kind of acts together in a harmful way for right. people who are wanting to live their life on basis of of the the accepted law a few thoughts about that <laughs> um i'm very wary of the expression like structural racism structural mm. oppression all of that especially in the western world because honestly i at least it doesn't come anything concrete to mind that would suggest structural oppression of any kind in the western world again uh, let, let's 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 say just germany let's just talk about germany mm -hmm. um what you talked about for example you you write the book you go to a publisher and the publisher refuses to publish the book because no, actually they, they publish it first and then okay a minority of people come and say oh no <laughs> i don't agree okay. with that and before they create a shitstorm you will like decide to take it off just like youtube takes off your stuff um you mean the publisher decides the publisher exactly. decides for to example down yeah. okay well because of the solution... shitty way society tends to react to opinion that is not theirs as an example yeah okay i i, I think i see your point but again for me structural i refer to that when i say structural anything it's again more of a there are objective systems in place in the legal system in the way governments organized organizations in the way a company works or whatever that oppress a certain type of people or that oppress certain opinions that mm. for me is structural oppression people not liking your content or people calling you all kinds of names that's just people with their own opinions um well disagreeing with you and calling you names if <laughs> that's all they are capable of I am, for once, not sure how mm -hmm. someone would tackle that. How someone would... I mean, the only way that comes to mind to tackle that problem would be to legally f legally force people not to use any kind of offensive language, which completely goes <laughs> against the idea of free speech. And I think we talked mm, also talked about free speech quite a bit. No, no. <laughs> no but I mean... <laughs> No, no, I no. mean, I that's think the only solution. Other ways to to solve the problem. Maybe, okay, maybe write it down somewhere so we can discuss that. But I I want to finish yeah. my point. So yeah, sure. Um, I think. What, what did I talk about? Free speech, right? Um, when it comes to free speech, I'm a big. Uh, how do you say that? I'm a big defendant right i'm a big defendant of the idea that everything should be protected under free free speech unless it contains a specific call to action to do something harmful for example so to give an example again, again one sorry, could sorry can you repeat it 
So I think everything should be protected under free speech unless it contains a specific call to action to do something harmful, for example. Like if someone just stands up in the middle of Munich and talks about how, I don't know, how he doesn't like black people and whatever, as shitty and as stupid that is, in my opinion, that should still be protected under free speech. However, if you were to stand there and say, I don't like them, we should go and kill all of them, that's different. Mm. And that's what goes too far. Because everything sooner than that, everything sooner than that, it's very dangerous to censor everything sooner than that. Because as you said, who decides what is acceptable and what is not acceptable? Because if you only go after what is offensive, (laughs) then you have to cancel basically everything. And you have to censor basically everything because everyone, someone in the world is going to be offended by you saying that you like chocolate chip cookies. You know, there, someone in the world is going to be offended by that. So what? That hmm. means you are not allowed to say that publicly. That's just I insane. I like pineapple pizza. <laughs> what? You just trigger every, every Italian. No, no, no. <laughs> I break my spaghetti when I cook. <laughs> oh, that's, that's terrible. That's a crime. Which that I should be a crime. That. <laughs> against humanity yeah but you get my point um but mm-hmm. i mean unless you have something to say to that i'd be interested in how you would solve that issue okay first of all um i just i for again for structural stuff um what you are always or what you want to refer to as structural is rather institutional because you are right. arguing on the ba- basis of laws and um, public institutions that are may, might be racist or whatever. Um, but we can, I guess, find structures or structural problems um, wherever many individuals are working together. So inside of structural problems, I guess, are those um, institutional problems embedded. Because institutions are obviously kind of people working together. But I think structural goes a bit farther and includes every kind of um, way where I guess... uh, If we have to break it down, I guess... (laughs) Wherever three or more people are are kind of interacting with each other. Because you can also have structural problems in your friendship if... um, Two... To, uh, or if the majority of your friends think that it's uh, a status sign to bully the weakest <laughs> child in class for uh, whatever <laughs> right. reason in, in sports or whatever, um, then that's obviously a structural problem because that's yeah. Also, yeah, well... <laughs> I guess because you have created certain values, um, you have created a certain structure in your friend group. Um, that, yeah, I guess is is very problematic in the long run um, for everyone leading the life they want to live. I okay, I get your point, but I still think that for me there's a difference between what you just said and structural. For me, it's interpersonal; it's not structural. Again, I would really limit structural to concrete laws and guidelines and companies and all of that. Yeah, that would be institutional, but stru- that would be, for me, it's kind of a synonym, structural and institutional. 
when you say when for example in a group of people and they don't like you and therefore you're excluded that's interpersonal and that's their right to not like you i don't think that for example the government or whatever should force them to do so you know should force them to accept you just because mm. it would not be so nice if they don't accept you know that's just interpersonal and for me it's like everyone in a free democracy with free speech and all of that um, nobody's forced to like you and nobody's forced to accept you in their friend group. And I mean, if they don't, obviously it's shitty and doesn't feel good and all of that. But I wouldn't call that structural oppression or whatever. It's just those people don't like you, go and find other people. Um, you know, or, or even the example of the publisher, for example. If the publisher decides that your book just triggers a lot of people and the backlash has a negative effect on their publishing company... That's partly structural if they decide to take it down. But in a sense, it's also just interpersonal. They just fear to lose their company. And you can say, okay, fine, I'm going to go to another publisher. or I'm going to self-publish. I don't care. I want that book out there. So I think it's everyone has, I mean, of course, if there's a contract involved and it has legal issues and all of that. But let's just forget that for a moment. I think nobody is forced to like you and nobody's forced to Mm, how would you say nobody's forced to agree with everything you say or think and that's totally fine and that's how it should be and if someone doesn't agree with you then it's your job to be okay with that because people have different perspectives and opinions and have different life stories and if someone disagrees with you and calls you names that's not the result of structural oppression that's just that person doesn't like me now I can leave and go find people who do like me, you know? Th that's why, I, for me, it's still a big difference between structural and just interpersonal. Yeah. But even then, I'd say there are certain ways of, if, if we go with your definitions, interpersonal thinking that should be tried to educate it about at least to how, how do you say to because let's let's take that as an example maybe um There are a hundred years ago, pa patriarchal is that the adjective? <laughs> Structures Patriarchical, were patriarchies, yeah. oh, whatever, were very prominent in interpersonal relationships. Uh, yeah. By your definition, however, and. Okay, and I think they were a problem because there are certain narratives in society that are spread, A, by institutions, but also on um, the interpersonal level that, that you are talking about. And that is a problem that, or I, I, don't, I guess I would call it a problem, right? Because it's not... 
it's it's doesn't create inequality on only a personal level in certain relationships um, and if you look at it it could be um in this friend group uh, yes that there might be a patriarchal structure and in the other one not um it's not a 50 50 relationship it's more like a 90 10 relationship so statistically speaking um we have a very broad representation of the problem in society in uh, in the number of people or families or friend groups whatever spread throughout the country then i would call that a or we would call that a, a interpersonal problem i would call it a structural problem because it's a uh, sto um, stochastical uh, probabilistic thing that let's take that as an arbitrary um, arbitrary definition occurs more than in more than 50% of all cases and it leads to a large enough inequality to worry about that it should be tackled and that where those societal narratives should be tried to ad be educated about. I mean, as you said, um, free speech should always be guaranteed. Um, there can be families where you just cannot convince everyone, I guess, <laughs> um, yeah. of uh, whatever way that of whatever negative consequences that might have uh patriarchal structures so fine it is it's just i guess necessary to point out that there might be <laughs> a problem in our society right now um try to show okay that leads to this and this and this and that problem we should educate a bit about that um and then in the end it's obviously up to everyone to make up uh, their opinion about it that would be, I guess, the ideal way in, yeah. in my point of view. And that's where I see that structural problems, going by my definition of things, don't only occur in institutions, but also in the way of how a country thinks. And it's very... It's very wishy-washy and it depends on whatever <laughs> case you look at, obviously. Yeah. But I think... You cannot narrow it only down on interpersonal uh, stuff that is protected under freedom of speech. You should also, if it's, it's, if it's uh, protected under uh, freedom of speech, try at least to educate about ways that lead to less inequality and allow people to... Um, live live their lives, I guess, <laughs> how they want to. And those are lots of terms that we should also, would also would need to define what does inequality mean, what does happy, li happy lives and stuff mean. Um, but that would <laughs> explode sure. our episode and require 10 semesters of sociology, whatever. <laughs> but yeah. um, I don't know, on, on that basic level that we are arguing right now, I don't know, do... Was that convincing <laughs> or not? I have no idea. <laughs> there was a lot of information, man. Mm. A lot of thoughts there. Um, I think for the most part, I agree. I must also say that 
I generally believe that if something becomes a structural problem, just as you said, if interpersonal disagreements become structural problems of some sort in a country, for example, then at least from my point of view, the root cause usually is also structural and therefore needs a structural mm -hmm. solution. As you said, educating the population. Yeah. Um, Or laws, I guess, yeah. <laughs> like we have sure. in Germany, like... But even when it comes to educating maybe. people, you... Uh, I, <laughs> I'm That's a gray sure zone. You have to be very careful about, yeah. Um, exactly, exactly. You cannot claim that is the only truth, right? Yeah. Exactly, but I think if we want to make it as, let's say, as fair as possible, that education needs to look like, it needs to be, be based on science, first of all, on facts, not opinions. I mean, sure, you should talk about the different opinions that exist on certain topics, mm. because there are topics where, you know, you, you can't just discuss the science behind it. You have to discuss the different points of views and different perspectives people have and why they have them and what the reasoning behind them is and that people decide for themselves which perspective they deem as more reasonable. However, again, I do think that science and objective truths, it, you know, we can discuss what is objecti objective, does it yeah. even exist? Yeah, that. science is also um, not very 100% objective, yes, but sure, but it's as the objective best thing as we've it got. can get. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think you agree that we should focus that kind of education and... Yeah, we could focus in my example that I specifically gave. We should try to do studies, man. Okay, um, if in in all those families where there are patriarchal structures, women are treated worse, I guess. Uh, there are more. There are more cases of domestic violence. Um, women are earning, I don't know, fifty percent less. Whatever. Those are hard facts where everyone should like. <laughs> I guess on the basis of human rights <laughs> or whatever um, agree or also on the basis of science like biologically maybe and yeah you could argue that also but on the uh, biologically you could not say that okay um, it is wanted that women are treated like shit <laughs> <laughs> no 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 um, but yeah. another thing that just came to mind and <laughs> which is a very gray area or very, just very difficult Ooh, to tackle very okay. mm -hmm. is is that whole thing of there are how to balance science and let's say objective truths mm -hmm. and studies that have been done maybe how to balance that and cultural differences between countries and people Now, if that little sneak peek already interested you, then I suggest you tune in again next week, Friday, 12 a.m. for the second part of our series on cancel culture. And other than that, this has been this week's episode. I really enjoyed it. I hope you write us a comment if you enjoyed it. Write us your opinion about it. Hope you don't cancel us. And leave a like, review, comment. Feedback is always appreciated. Other than that, bye bye guys.